authentic living with Roxanne, a place where we have conscious conversations about things that really matter in our lives. And now, here's your host, Roxanne Durhaj. It's Roxanne Durhaj of Authentic Living with Roxanne. Thanks so much for uh, tuning in yet again this week to, uh, to listen to some of our special uh, words of wisdom from our guests. Today we have uh, Dr. Lana McConey. Uh, she has her PhD in energy medicine, and she has honored us today to come in and talk about her path and the things that she's done over the last couple of years. Lana's had a, a dream of uh, reaching out and empowering, offering empowering knowledge um, more than just beyond her one-to-one -one practice. And she started on a meteor journey. At the time I met Lana, she uh, was actually still involved with Rogers TV and I've been on her show a couple times and then was honored to be on her very, very first uh, uh, film documentary at the time, uh, The Wellness Story, going back a couple years ago. She produced over 50 television, um, living television uh, shows on Rogers Canada and uh, you can watch most of those on YouTube. She's since uh, gone on uh, to produce several independent documentary films. The Wellness Story, like I said to you, was the one that I was honored to be in. The Resonance, New Human, New Earth, New Humanity, Feel, The Waves of Intelligence, and Arenda, The, Fo the Force of Consciousness. She's won uh, various um, fantastic awards um, at the Awareness Festival in Los Angeles, uh, Indie Fest, uh, Mediterranean Film Festival, the Cons, and the International Film for Spirituality, Religion, and Visionary in Bali. Wow, you've done a lot since we, I know I've seen you over the years, but uh, what an amazing uh, list of accomplishments. And uh, recently what uh, Lana's uh, created, she's created a basically a global TV and film network style platform um, that's created for high vibrational content that speaks to kind of the emerging new human or what I say, the ascended individuals that are on that path to heightened spirituality. And it's called 5D TV, the Next Dimension Network. Okay, did I get all of that right? I hope I did. <laughs> so, Lana, thanks so much. Is there anything that I missed from your bio um, that you'd like to share uh, with the listeners? Um, no, I think you pretty much nailed it, Roxanne. So thank you very much for that lovely introduction. So, you know, what I find uh, fascinating is for you to t uh, talk a little bit about your path. And obviously, when I met you, um, our story was that at the time uh, I was uh, doing an interview at, um, here in Niagara Falls at Kojiko. And, uh, and I think, believe I was on the John Storm show and you were behind the camera or in the camera room and I didn't realize. And uh, Lana had listened to my interview and, and had just chatted with me at the end and said, hey, can I have a copy of your book? And, that, and I said, sure. I didn't really know who she was. I gave her a copy and then uh, hence she read the book that night, which uh, can I tell you, I'm often impressed because I'll give my book to people and I know they don't read it. <laughs> she read it. She said, hey, would you like to be in my documentary? And then the rest is history. We've, we've uh, stayed friends since. Yeah. So tell them about your path and kind of what got you into energy medicine and the evolution of things that have happened ever since. 
Sure. Well, I first of all, the reason why I was at Kojiko that day is because I was wanting to get more training, uh, production training. So I was doing um, community producing at Rogers in Mississauga. And then um, my parents lived in Niagara Falls. So I went to the Kojiko station in Niagara Falls to get additional training. And so I just happened to be behind the camera when you were there. And um, at that time, I was in the process of doing my first documentary. So it, the stars just aligned for me to meet you because you were like terrific in the, in the wellness story documentary. Um, so it's just amazing how the universe lines us up together with people that we don't even know, but that we need in our life to help us fulfill um, our goals. Uh, you know, and I have, I have, I have an amazing story about that, um, that I'd love to share with you at some point talking about that whole law of, of synergy and attraction um, of the people somehow, right? Like obviously not somehow, it's not haphazard. We know that, Lana, but how you create the context of the people around you and even the people that I recently got involved with, with my events, um, a lot of them are, are directly related to the secret, which is interesting. And I'd met someone in New York that had seen me speak and liked, liked that, like my message and was, uh, you know, like, wow, you know, was also, uh, you know, a psychologist like myself, same kind of background approached me. And that's kind of how, and he's, he uh, just recently was the one that put Bob Proctor at Carnegie Hall in New York. So it's interesting how, the, you know, like you said, uh, that alignment and like with you and I that day, I, you know, I, I didn't even ask who you were. We talked really briefly and then I'm on a, a film uh, documentary, which I was so honored to do because uh, I was so uh, soon when I was la launching my book. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And then I had you on Rogers TV on my health show. Right. To the studio. So that was fun. Um, but yeah, going back to your question, my journey, my PhD in energy medicine, it actually, I went to school to get a PhD in psychology which I did, well, it's a PhD, a doctor of theology in psychology. Um, but as I was learning psychology and consciousness in the mind, um, as you know, because you have a background in psychology, there's so many different fields of, or branches of psychology. Like you have your cognitive psychology, you know, your learning psychology of Freud and Jungian psychology, humanistic, and then there's transpersonal psychology. So I had to go through um, the basic psychologists to get to transpersonal psychology because mm -hmm. I really don't teach that you know at York University where I did my BA in psychology and I just felt that there was something missing in the general psychology and um, so I went to go pursue a doctorate degree in spiritual psychology um, in, in California and at the time I started learning about energy and so my my focus shifted from from consciousness to energy and I needed to learn more about energy and how our energy and our consciousness interact to help us um, uh, actualize our potential. So then I ended up getting a dual degree in energy medicine and in psychology. And then um, the energy work just fascinated me even more. So I furthered my studies here in Ontario in Chinese medicine and became a registered traditional Chinese medicine acupuncturist because energy I have felt is just the foundation or the blueprint of the physical reality. And so if we can learn how to adjust or tweak or massage our energetic fields, then we can, um, you know, the hot term is manifest, uh, whatever we desire in, in the physical uh, plane. And that takes a lot of focus and concentration using our consciousness to direct the energy.
So for the average person that does not, you know, we hear, you're right, the hot button is manifest, you know. A lot of people use those words, Lana, but I'm not sure that people, the average, not, not that the, our listeners are average in any way, but can you explain what that means when you say manifest, right? Like, okay, I, okay, I like that car. Is that a manifestation or is it more? Like, can you explain to me or to, to people listening what that means when you get conscious or energetically connected? Sure, absolutely. So there's different levels of speaking. Um, to manifest something, the first step is to obviously what I do is close my eyes, I visualize it, and then I, I feel it. I feel the energy. And for me, it's, it's just, um, it's the heart power. So it's love and joy and bliss that I um, impose upon the images that I want in my mind. And so right there, when those two collapse together, that's a manifestation that I'm experiencing uh, in my consciousness. So that is a manifestation. It's not a physical manifestation yet, but it just happened because I just made that happen. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have be, what happens to you behind the eyes and then what happens to you in front of your eyes. So the next step is if it's already created here, if you keep focusing on that and that energy, then you direct the field to manifest it out here. Right. And so it starts, it starts by a thought. Yes. And then when you, you, you basically create that thought in your mind and then you, you, you have the thought connect to an emotion, your emotional heart center or, or good space and then you repeat that over and over again is that what you mean yes and you can rev up the the manifestation like so so i exercise so one of the things that i do is i'm on the treadmill like just before this conversation because this is the morning time right now i was on the treadmill and so what i do is i'll jog on the treadmill and i'll visualize you know I, obviously my eyes aren't closed but i'll visualize because i've gotten very good at this you know, my goals for the day. And then I'll, 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 I'll push or I'll impregnate those goals with like high vibrational feelings. And because I'm running, I'm at such a higher vibrate. My momentum is higher. Okay. Okay. So, so whenever I do that or engage in that type of activity, my manifestations happen quicker because I'm putting more energy behind it. So and you're changing your, is it because you're in altered state already? Because right. you're physical? Because I'm running. So that's releasing the beta endorphins, right? Oh, so I have the chemical release of feeling high or feeling good already. Plus, I'm, I'm directing my heart power to feel that emotion. But my body is also feeling that as well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So for me, that makes things happen a lot, um, a lot faster. So is that, okay, so that's a, obviously that like you're right when you're like, you know, I do um, like boot camps and stuff like that, right? And you're thinking yeah. you're caught, you're, you know, you're in that state and you're like, oh goodness, I can't do anymore. And then you feel good and you're, it's, 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 you're right. You're in an altered state. So is it just, um, is it, is it done and also in meditation where it could be in stillness or does it also always have to be in um, an exercise state that you, that you manifest quicker? Um, it can happen in manifestations. I mean, when meditation state as well, for me, I just noticed because it, the energy that I put behind it when I'm in a, when I'm physically running. So I have my thought, my emotion, my physical body all aligned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's power behind the three being aligned when I'm just lying down meditating, which I do daily, um, at nighttime, 
I can bring myself to that high level, but it's not as high as I would be as if I was running, releasing those beta endorphins. Okay. Okay. So what about walking meditation? Does that also, is that something else that you, because I've, I've tried that before. We have a meditation center here in Niagara Falls and um, I've done that before. I would go and walk. So is that also something that you find that that it's helpful let's say if someone doesn't do something as strenuous as running would that be something that you that you find could also help you uh, visualize emote, and connect your body if it's done in the proper environment like if you're in a forest so the energy of a forest has a higher vibration than if you're running around in, or walking in the city of Toronto. <laughs> That's a concrete <laughs> jungle, right? It's going to be a bit right. difficult to tap into the earth energy, uh, you know, in a city state. But if you're in a in nature, yes, that will help. That environment will help um, amplify your uh, ability to manifest. Okay, yeah. amazing, amazing. So. Good point, right? When, like with me with psychotherapy, oftentimes what, what was lacking in psychotherapy was definitely uh, the body. So years ago, when I, when I started in, uh, practicing, we would talk a lot about thoughts or cognitions. We talk about emotions, but we would keep, we would, we knew it was happening in the body, but I don't think we had the context of, it, of anything research-based to talk about the body, right? We, we wouldn't ask people, so what's happening for you internally? What's happened in the field since, which I'm sure you know, is that now there's so much um, research and data to substantiate that we really were remiss in not um, talking to people about what, what are you experiencing now? Um, tell me what's happening in your body. Where is it taking you? What's happening for you? Um, what's the first time you've experienced that? Those types of things. It's things like sensory motor therapy. I, I do something called EMDR, which looks at the physiological, along with wrapped with cognitions and thoughts. Um, so we've moved along, definitely. Um, so tell me how, with energy medicine, how does that kind of work with the body, with thoughts and with emotions? If you've never experienced any, maybe talk a little bit about what energy medicine is. Sure, well, we're made up of energies. So if you look at, you know, our, we have our physical body, then we have our organs and what, what makes up our organs? We have cells, what makes up our cells? We have atoms and then there's electrons and then there's particles. Particles mm -hmm. are a vibration of energy. And so whenever we think a thought, I, um, depending on the thought we think, we can change the energy or the state in our body. So heart math um, is a good example. Their research out of California shows that when research participants felt happy, blissful, accepting and forgiving, their DNA expanded. So that improved the immune system response. By contrast, when research participants were taught to feel anger and aggression and jealousy, those lower human emotions, their DNA contracted. So that um, hindered their immune system response. So right there, you can see how our mind can, like that, just change our DNA. And our DNA is made up of particles, particles, which are energy. So right. right. See the interplay between our consciousness and energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of times 
we talk about it, but uh, you know, in the Western society, I think we're not as far as long as like the Eastern philosophies, right? How far do you find in your path, right? Because you've been doing these amazing films, you know, I, when I was on your film, like, you know, we had every genre of individual that was on there, um, you know, from, you know, people that did um, energy medicine to um, natural um, nutritionists and a psychologist and stuff like that. So tell me, do you think that we are heightening our sensitivity in the West in reference to energy? Yes. I think, okay. I think, I think the collective consciousness is um, um, expanding their perception beyond the limited version of the third dimension. I think more and more people are waking up to the fact that, you know, they're not just physical beings. I think a lot of people are waking up to feeling the subtle energy within their body. That's why, I mean, yoga is big. You know, a lot of people do yoga for physical, but at the same time, it transforms your body to help you feel the energy moving through your body. So yoga is becoming very huge here in the West. Um, you know, I work in, I work in Oakville doing my traditional Chinese medicine practice and on every corner, there's like a yoga class. <clears throat> so it's big, um, um, Qigong and Tai Chi, you know, we hear more and more people engaging in these types of Eastern practices that are there to invoke the energy within. For sure. You know, and I, um, I started to do Kundalini yoga probably, I think after your film, and what a powerful, like I've done lots of different yoga over the years, but recently getting involved in Kundalini, it was like, it's like, what is happening here? Like, I mean, it was like an X, it was like a times 10, right? And I was like, whoa, like, you know, like I was having all these, I'll give you an example of what happened to me. And I, I tell this story all the time. I often tell it on stage. So I go to Kundalini and you know, your eyes are closed for anybody that has never uh, heard of Kundalini as a type of yoga. And because, you know, you're not comparing. What a nice way. Close your eyes. Nobody sees, you know, what you're doing. And I, you know, I'm crying. And I have no idea why I'm crying. I'm just buckets and buckets of tears, right? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm crying about. And, you know, of course, in Kundalini, everybody's quiet after, right? So, but I feel the need to talk. So, so then I, my yoga teacher, she normally makes yoga, yogi tea. And she had organic greens. So she would, you know, just kind of put it out. So... And then I took a piece of the, you know, organic lettuce or whatever. And I, you know, I put it in my mouth and, you know, I was still having, you know, feeling emotional, not sure why. So I dri I'm driving home now from St. Catharines to Niagara Falls. And I'm now I start to cry again. And all that comes to me is a vision of my grandfather. My grandfather used to plant a garden next to my family home when I was growing up in Trinidad. And I intuitively knew that that taste of that organic, I don't know where this came from, was from him. And all he said to, all the, all the voice was, I'm crying now, I'm not sure why I'm crying. The voice said to me, you have always been loved. Don't ever forget that. And I'm like, so now I'm trying to like process this, the psychotherapist in me is, okay, what's happening here? And I'm trying to make logical sense of something. And, and the, the other people in the class go, yeah, that happens all the time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so that's when I was like, wow, it, you know, there was so much stuff that obviously was hidden 
that in releasing things, I was allowing my, you know, they talk about opening out your crown chakra and us, like you said, overall consciousness, you know, I was listening at a higher level. So do you, can you speak to a little bit about that, about uh, other dimensions? Because I know you are fully versed in that compared to me. Um, yeah, I could say a lot to that. Um, that's a really cool experience, by the way. So thanks for sharing that. Um, so in, I'll just speak about traditional Chinese medicine, for example. <clears throat> um, it not just helps people in pain, you know, oftentimes people think needles, back pain, but it also helps with um, um, emotional issues. So within our scope of practice, we can treat depression and anxiety, for example, using acupuncture. And it really goes to show that our issues are really in our tissues, just like what you were saying. And so, um, for example, so a patient um, will be lying face down and there's certain points on the back um, that help to address emotions. So when the needles are put in those points in a certain sequence and a certain length of needles, what happens is you'll start to see um, redness around those needles and depending on the the emotional state that that person is the red the circle will be large and um, it'll be a heavy type of redness and after about lying there for about a half an hour <clears throat> the redness will decrease and so the needles are um, releasing that emotion whether it's grief or anger for example that are associated with certain points so i you know witnessed that in my own practice how um, the issues are in certain people's tissues and how that can be released just using acupuncture. Um, to take that further, I guess, and talk about 5D TV, the media side of me, I've interviewed so many people that are connected or, or give testimony to their connection to higher dimensions where they're able to communicate with their um, deceased, if you will, loved ones who have uh, crossed over. Um, and really the consensus is that no one is dead um, energy you cannot destroy energy energy just changes form so the person is not gone like, not dead the person has just transformed their energy and is in a different dimension and so that's why they're able to <coughs> still with that person because that person is still there their consciousness is still there and um, you know, as we're sitting here having this conversation, there's multiple dimensions within the reality that, within the space that we're in right now that we could have access to if we open up our higher human perceptual system. So going back to yoga, which is what you do, really the spiritual part of yoga is to um, open up our chakras so we can be clairvoyant, clairaudient, you know, and we can access the further realms of consciousness. I mean, that's what all the great yogis did. And if you ever, you know, one of the great books I read was um, Muktananda. I mean, if you ever read A Journey in Consciousness by Muktananda, I mean, one of the great yogis that came out of India. And um, um, it's just all about taking your consciousness to a higher, higher level. And yoga, like acupuncture, um, is just a tool to help you get there. Fascinating, really, because I know I've, that's one experience, but I, I know I've had several since um, from doing it, just different experiences. Um, and, it, it, you know, you, sometimes you think, okay, what's happening here? Because, 
you know, I've done Hatha yoga and, and relaxing, you know, relaxing elements. And I'd never done the kind of the, but you're talking about the state that probably would make sense. Right. Because with, with, uh, that states that I get into because you're, you're, you're doing a lot of repetition of physical along with, um, you know, chanting, something happens that allows you to get out of the cognitive, which is where most of us live. And it gets you into, you know, the feeling that heart center, like you were talking about, and then experiencing your body in some different way. So tell us more about the concept of 5D TV, because, you know, I know with me, I'm always trying to figure out, you know, kind of what should I read? Who should I listen to? What's the best music? What's the best, you know, law of attraction? You know, I'm always, and most of the people that I'm around, they're also doing the same things. So t tell uh, the listeners a little bit about the concept of 5D TV and, and where that birth of that concept came from for you. Sure. Um, well, thanks for the opportunity to share about 5D TV. Um, it, originally, it was... Um, an evolution. It was my organic process of, you know, working in studios at Rogers and Kojiko, learning production skills behind the camera, writing, hosting my own shows, to um, producing my own documentaries, five of them now. And um, so 5D TV came um, after that. It was like, hey, I need to develop a platform that can that can basically be a virtual library of high vibrational content to help people navigate um, the transition from uh, the third dimension to the fourth to the fifth and you know whatever is beyond that. And for me, I guess I got tired, frustrated and bored of turning on the regular TV set to find um, the same old conversation that people are having on uh, talk shows about you know gossip in Hollywood. I mean, how many times have you heard that before? Or, or you know, what's the next new um, dishware to buy for your dining room table set? You know, like it was. I'm just like really like I am so over these old conversations that really are so superficial and just not nurturing my soul. So I don't even own a television. I don't watch cable TV. Um, <clears throat> I do, um, 5D TV is online, so if you're connected to the internet, you can access it. It is a subscription video on demand. And if you can see, there's so many, um, we have almost 200 titles now, and I have um, some producer friends in Australia helping to contribute some uh, titles. And we have content really from all over uh, the world that's on here, which is really neat, because I want 5D TV to be a global community um, for people to access information. So we have everything from star nations, if you're interested in, you know, um, intelligent life forms, we've got that information. <laughs> we have human ascension information. We have health and wellness, um, alternative medicine, naturopathic medicine, um, information about the planet, Earth revival, how do we help heal the planet. Uh, we also have uh, podcasts and radio shows out of the United States and Canada. We have indigenous teachings, so remembering, you know, our, our heritage and where we come from. Um, there's a series. We have uh, our latest one is Enlightened Sexuality that just came out of Australia, <laughs> that she put that up there. So we have movement. We have Pilates. Um, oh, we even have talk about cryptocurrency, so the economy and money. Um, and we have movies, of course, 
So it's, it's a range of topics because the fifth dimension is, it's a spectrum of information. So it's just about collecting that information, making it a conscious <clears throat> living library for people to access uh, globally. So tell me about the fifth, talk to me about the fifth dimension, because so, yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, I've heard the concept. I don't know how much I could explain it. And I'm just wondering for people listening that maybe, you know, maybe they're, I'm sure there's a lot of people that know more, but the average person that doesn't understand that concept, can you ex explain a little bit more? Sure. So you can take the chakra system and map it out as um, uh, ages of life. So um, the root chakra was, you know, the Paleolithic time where there was caveman type of a thing. Then we grew into the sacral chakra as a society where agriculture was introduced type of a thing. Um, the arts and paintings, um, that type of era. Our sex, sexuality was more awakened. Relationships started happening because we didn't have to hunt and kill for food. We could spend more time with people type of a thing. And then we grew into um, the third chakra. The industrial age so we started you know seeing businesses um, started developing our personal power um, the Aquarius age uh, has brought us the heart chakra so we're, we're coming more into um, uh, being resolving conflict and duality and becoming more uh, peaceful beings um, acceptance forgiveness are things that we would practice at the heart level the fifth level is um, you know, we're becoming more connected. It's the information age. So we're becoming more connected because of the internet and, and, and everything seems so close now to us. And it's all about expression. Um, so that's how we've really evolved, I guess, as, as beings, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago, using the chakra system as a map of collective consciousness. But also the fifth, the fifth chakra um, is about speaking your truth um, and voicing your truth. And um, it's also about, you know, clear audience and, and, and connecting to other realms. It's also about purity and being very clear. And um, it's a higher level than the other chakras. And of course, you know, as we go, we, we evolve even more. So the fifth dimension is because we're in that transition between the third, the fourth, and the fifth right now. So some people are really just really at the third dimension operating in, you know, their nine to five job, the nine to five lifestyle, have no clue about what we're talking about here. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you know, and then we have people that have kind of woken up usually of a, a trauma or a tragedy and they're like why am i doing you know why am i breaking my back and sitting in my car for five hours going to work and like what's the point of life so they wake up they start to question their life and their purpose and you know and they start to find meaning in your life and that's where their heart chakra is really opening up and then you have people who have you know done that heart chakra work and now they're moving into the fifth dimension and they're really connecting they're bringing their work here so it's more like a vocation as opposed to a job. It's more like they know what they need to do in this life. And it's just a different way of being in the world, a very, very different way of operating in the world. So just accepting that we're all connected and that like, I know with me, when I started to speak, I've been doing my work since I was 21, but I went through something and then out of that came the book, right? They, they, out of the adversity, and saying, you know, I, I need to kind of share this message because it's something that people would be scared to talk about adversity, came the book. So you're kind of talking about that shift of people saying, 
you know, whether it's somebody that you completely can't relate to, more than likely you are connected in some way to that person versus somebody maybe, is that what you mean? About that all of us are connected in some way? Yeah, so it's so the fifth dimension is unity consciousness. So we're not separate as opposed to if you're operating on the third dimension in that third chakra, it's a separation. Okay, okay. okay. And that's what regular psychology is all about. So the third chakra is about developing your ego. And we need a healthy ego in order to function in the world. And that's what basic psychology teaches people is to have a healthy, healthy ego. And that's fine and all, but there's more to life than that. There's our higher self. So spiritual psychology teaches us about our, our higher self and how to integrate the higher energies into our ego container so, so we embody more of our higher presence in the world okay wow that's uh yeah that makes a lot that makes a lot of sense because you're right like i mean when i'm dealing with somebody with say for instance trauma they're often stuck right like they're stuck in in kind of you know i can't i can't get past the pain i can't get past the pain um because i'm stuck with my flashbacks and those types of things it's oftentimes hard for someone like that to get to the higher level because the pain keeps them stuck back in the past so well, it's not the pain it's their it's their narrative about the pain so mm -hmm. it's their story that they're so attached to mm -hmm. right so it's helping them to disassociate or unattach from that story that they've invested so much energy into so tell me how it's some like if if someone let's say goes to energy medicine they've had a trauma um, how would you approach something like that? I know traditionally I do something called EMDR, which is a reprocessing of the traumatic life timeline. And what happens is the person reprocesses and they reintegrate other parts of the story that allows them to evolve past it. So that's a, you know, a therapy that's been developed about 25 years ago. So with energy medicine, if someone comes to you with trauma, how, how do you approach it, Lana? Yep. So it, there's, uh, many different tools you can use for vibrational medicine. Again, acupuncture, it's a needle stimulating um, the subtle energy body to help them purge that emotion. That pain is, a, pain is an energy. So that's why acupuncture works really well with emotional distraught um, because it just, it's releasing that energy. So it's different from um, sending someone to a psychologist for example where they have to talk through their story again and again and again so vibrational healing is about just releasing the energy like you don't have to keep up that narrative anymore it's really that simple right 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 um, and um essential oils are another way um there's been work done where um essential oils have actually helped people with uh, post-traumatic um stress um people in the military using um essential oils and they've shown just to release that stuck emotion okay it's just okay. energy you're releasing right right so just finding out the appropriate path to release that energy so that the, the narrative is is different and uh, which is which is why something like emdr has been um good for our my field because now when the person is going back they're putting parts of it together, but they're shifting because they're able to look at it from a different perspective. So by the time they're done reprocessing the memory, they can have the same memory, but they don't have the distress anymore. Right, yeah. Right? So they look at it and I say, it's kind of like, you're gonna look at that same picture, but you're gonna say, you know, that happened to me, but I don't have any feeling towards it. 
So it's, you know, it's a change of narrative because, you know, they go back and they may have realized I was six years old. How could I have protected myself? But mind you, all those years, they were, they were blaming that six-year-old, for instance. And then they're able to shift it and look at it a different way. And then they go, well, of course, I'm a six-year-old. Who's supposed to take care of me? Everybody else is supposed to take care of me. What? This is silly. Where, where, you know, where was my mom, my dad, whatever. So it's, uh, you're right, but it's a different angle. So it sounds like, um, obviously, the, our, our field has evolved because it's included the body uh, so much more. Whereas when I was training, you know, it, you know, way back, it, the, the body was not involved. So now it's, there's been definitely an evolution. So with 5DTV, um, tell people where they where they can go, um, you know, and where can they sign up if they if they want uh, to get a hold of you. Uh, Lana, for whatever reason, um, where can they do that? But ultimately, um, I know that uh, 5D TV is something that uh, you've been working on a lot. And I would love people that are interested in learning a lot more about what we've been talking about. Because I'm sure I have a lot of questions. So I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of other questions. Where can they, where can, where can they reach you? And where can they get to 5D TV? All right. So 5D TV has its own website. It's called 5D.TV. And you actually spell out the word five. So it's F-I-V-E-D.TV. And once you jump on the website, um, you can join and subscribe. So there's uh, two memberships. One's Explorer membership. If no strings attached, you just want to explore the site. Um, you can do that month to month. Or there's something called the star membership um, where you get a little bit more savings if um, you pay for the year. Um, so that's really how it works. It's very, very simple. Um, the contact information is on there. If you want to shoot me a question, feel free to do. But uh, yeah, check out the website, 5D.TV. And also we have a Facebook page as well where we post a lot of our uh, production experiences and upcoming shows that you're going to see on our uh, Facebook page. So yeah, I encourage you to... Um, check that out as well and Instagram we're also on Instagram Bye oh me. perfect perfect so we can follow I don't know that I'm following you on both of those but I will okay yeah I'll find you and I'll tag you awesome so this has been I feel like you know I've not had somebody that's talked about this Lana it's, it's been fantastic because it you know it really shows you the evolution of um, the need for people to be aware that energy is pain right because mm -hmm. I you know I think in my traditional kind of field it, you know, it's, it, it's not looked at per se, it's coming because energy medicine has been introduced, but I think definitely an evolution is important. And for anyone listening, um, you know, there's different ways, like Lana said, there's, you know, there's acupuncture, there's energy medicine, there's psychotherapy, there's EMDR, um, and it doesn't have to be something hugely traumatic. But it, it just may be something that's holding you back. And if that's the case, um, obviously, there's different ways to approach it. So thanks so much for being with us, Lana. Um, it's been a pleasure. And for everybody else out there, um, if you're wanting more information um, just on myself or uh, the services that I offer, uh, you can go to roxandorhodge.com forward slash blueprints, where you'll be able to uh, get a free course and be able to uh, find out a bit more about my coaching and my courses. So take care and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit roxannederhage.com slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.
Thanks for tuning in to Authentic Living with Roxanne, creating the space for positive, healthy change. Roxanne is a keynote speaker, psychotherapist, and coach. To work with Roxanne, visit RoxanneDurhage.com slash blueprint. We'll see you next time on Authentic Living with Roxanne.